Welcome to Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real. My name is Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who participate in our marketing platform, ShareYourStories.online. Today, I'd like to introduce you to Jessica Compton, who is the founder of Tree of Stars, a not-for-profit organization with a mission to increasing our awareness on mental health. Jessica joins us from Hamilton, and today we're going to talk about the creative ways that she's connecting the dots between arts and awareness. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, it's a pleasure to meet you and uh, also see the amazing things that you're doing on your end. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. You know, what's really amazing, and I really want to uh, start by sort of congratulating you and all of the folks that participate in your platform for opening the door to start a new conversations on mental health. Because we all know that in some way, shape, or form, you know, I think each and every one of us experiences or touches um, our lives. And I really, um, really appreciate and admire. I've been taking a look at your social um, posts. And you know what? There's some really amazing folks doing some great things. So perhaps you could tell us a little bit about your light bulb moment and why you decided to connect the dots between the arts, awareness, and our community. So I will try to, my best to keep this as short as possible because in three years, there's uh, three and a half years has been so much going on. But back in April, 2017, uh, I was going through some dark moments myself. And, uh, you know, throughout my life, I have struggled with uh, different types of mental illness, uh, ADHD, addicted to drugs, um, you know, and a part of my story is all on WordPress. But, uh, you know, I decided to share my story publicly and develop uh, different workshops with music and arts and, you um, any cafe in Hamilton I reached out to, they all gave us free space and uh, there would be anywhere from 30 to 50 people coming out, uh, you know, sitting off their phones, writing, I would have a musician um, and I still, uh, with the pandemic, obviously we're not doing that, but um, you know, so for three years, the, the workshop that I did, it was free for anyone, everyone was welcome uh, to come into the cafe. So that was the music and the journaling. Uh, and then when the pandemic did happen, uh, just with all my events, I was like, how are we going to stay connected? So uh, every day for 60 days, I decided I was going to uh, develop a 60 day music series. I reached out to many musicians around the world, started interviewing them. And now to this day, we're booked up until the end of June. So every Saturday and Sunday, I go live with a different musician or resource of arts. Um, and being that, I think we're just over 300 uh, interviews and uh you know, thank, thank goodness for uh, social media platforms. Yeah. Um, and you can go onto my YouTube to see just different events that I've done, uh, junk journaling, if it was Trace and Paint. Uh, but thank you so much to all the Hamilton Cafe spaces, uh, giving us that freedom uh, for safe space for anyone and everyone welcome. So, um, and in the past, I've developed a, a music album for charity, 100% for the well, um, Youth Wellness Center down in Hamilton. Uh, so I had 14 female musicians lend a song and uh, I funded the album and then gave a check to the St. Joe's Hospital. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, just being surrounded by music. My dad himself was a DJ and I just music has always been a therapy for me. Uh, the awareness of myself, like I said, back with my story, just uh, being a survivor of suicide and, um, you know, homelessness, like I said, arrested, just different avenues, layers of trauma. And uh, yeah, hopefully I covered the question. <laughs> yeah, you know, what's really amazing to me is that there's so many people who have come out in support of the awareness piece, because I think that's the thing that everybody connects with, right? 
So, you know, you've mentioned these really wonderful ways and I, and I've also seen you featured some artists, individual artists and, you know, their way in which it's self for self-expression. So from the music standpoint that you mentioned that they, you, a great point, they're now getting introduced to a global audience. So how many folks have you been able to, you mentioned you've had over 300 interviews and you're booked into June. So how do you connect with these artists? How do you make those connections? Yeah, if I can just quickly go back to the album, what I did with the strategy of my album was I reached out to well-known musicians to help out the musicians that have never been into a studio before. So a part of that was let's encourage individuals uh, that, you know, um, have only done covers and that want to, you know, step it up a bit and maybe need that encouragement. So, um, you know, one of the individuals, uh, Megan Bevilacqua, who's on, she's 16 years old, she only did covers. And so she wrote a song in three weeks and she's on the album. So what I also do as a part of strategy for marketing is I would, I, I search uh, uh, for sponsored ads of musicians to help those musicians then after the interview, I've created a playlist on Spotify so that all the musicians on that playlist uh, can support each other and start listening so that they can um, help each other around the world. So again, um, you know, there's people from Germany, India, Hawaii, all over the place that I've interviewed and staying connected with those individuals. And uh, yeah, so that's Wait, a little piece of it. <laughs> you're building your own community within the community almost really, because, you know, you're, you're not only increasing awareness to the general public, but you're actually making connections with all these wonderful artists so that they can support one another. Well, I don't know about you, but when it comes to music, I think that it just gives us all life. We get into our car, yeah. we turn the music on, you know, and, uh, you know, if it's a Saturday and we're cleaning or doing laundry, just music is definitely life uh, itself. So and it's such a therapy. Uh, I've also written songs, collaborated. I also play guitar and harmonica. Um, and, uh, you know, that um, and I'm self-taught off of YouTube. So, you know, if you're somewhere out there and, and you, you want to inspire yourself, just go onto YouTube, how to play guitar or how to play right. harmonica, right. Um, you know, mess around with the piano or, or whatever it is, or come out to an open mic once the pandemic's happened, connect with me and I'll give you those, those cafe names that are having those open mics that are for free. So have you found that your, your model, your business model that you've obviously started and developed in the community of Hamilton, have you found any other folks where you can sort of duplicate your idea into other cities and communities? Absolutely. I've traveled all the way from North Bay, all the way to Toronto, Niagara Falls. I also uh, had Brock University develop uh, an app for Tria Stars. Um, I, I do speaking engagements all over as best as I can, just as I am right now on my lunch break in my principal's office. <laughs> and I've got permission. I'm not getting suspended for this. <laughs> um, you know, and and I'd have to say, you know, during pandemic, it's it's like there's moments where I'm like, okay, well, how, how are we going to stay connected? So I've done some journal workshops online through nonprofit organizations. I've done speaking engagements. I'm also on a podcast tour uh, internationally. I'm just all over the place. So maybe that blends in with my ADHD, but I'm loving it. Well, that's fantastic. So if I could ask you a question, because there's lots of folks who are either being interviewed on podcasts or have even started podcasts on their own. So sort of speaking podcast host to podcast host, um, what would be something that you could give to someone who's just maybe thinking, I'd love to be a guest on a show, but I'm really kind of apprehensive and I don't know what to do. And, I, and this particular discussion is totally unscripted. So if you had a piece of advice that you could give to someone who is thinking of sort of jumping outside their comfort zone and trying to go a little bit more public with their story, what could you share with them that would give them a little bit of encouragement? 
you know, just be yourself. Uh, I know sometimes, you know, we overlook that, but uh, there's so many public figures out there or influencers or life coaches or podcasters, but just be yourself. So it's not like coming up with a lie or sharing somebody else's story, just as much as we can be ourselves, you yeah. know, um, and uh, that's when things organically happen with Tria started myself sharing my story. Things just organically happen. When I first started doing the, uh, the cafe tour, um, I was sitting by myself in cafes waiting for people to show up. And then now it's, it's like overbooked, right? So it's uh, waiting for you to show up. <laughs> yeah. So um, just trying to schedule in things, but just honestly be yourself. But it's like riding a bike too. It's practice, right? But um, you know, Jay Shetty, I'm reading a book right now from him, how to, how to think like a monk. And he, he says all the time, you know, just be yourself. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Just be yourself. So, you know, um, just, yeah, just be organic. I think one of the things too, that's really, uh, and you, you touched on this a little bit is you end up attracting like-minded people when we kind of put ourselves out there and give ourselves an opportunity to kind of, you know, share our story. And as you say, be authentic and be yourself. So I'm sure that you're, you're building an audience um, of folks who are not only artistic and creative and want to make connections with the global community, but they're also sort of feeling that they're in a comfort zone when they connect with you in the community that you're building. Absolutely. And I think there's that trust, you know, I get messages all the time on my platforms, like, is this Jessica Compton? Because that peer support, um, you know, is, is life experience. So I, I can't sit there and, and, and make something up like I understand. So if I legit don't understand, that's why I like uh, with my mission statement is to guess music and arts and other resources so that I can share those other resources because yeah. I'm only one human being and I can only do so much. So I, I, I love that, you know, resources are community and us talking right now is a resource. Um, so yeah, I definitely think that just uh, building that community and sharing is, is super important. Well, one of the things that we do in our guest blog is we ask everyone to share three words of advice. And I would like you to tell us a little bit about your three words, which I must admit that I can kind of connect with, and I'm sure lots of other folks will as well. Yours is self-love, recharge, and grow. Yeah, so the self-love, uh, I think that backs up to self-care, and self-care comes with practice. You know, we don't just wake up one day and say, oh, I feel great. And I'm just, I'm just doing fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, when I take, um, you know, a sip of my coffee, I, I definitely try to enjoy that smell and that sip of the coffee. I go in the shower and I self-care by doing a body scan saying thank you for my mind or my mouth or my nose. So I give my, myself thanks. Um, I also do journaling. And so that self-care is self-love. Um, and then also blends into that recharge that if we don't fill up our own cup, a lot of people say that out there, fill, fill your own cup first. Well, I don't put anybody else first. I put myself first and then I can give back to other people, but I need to recharge like a cell phone. If that battery dies, you got nothing. Um, so once you got that self-care, self-love and, and recharge in many different ways, that growth of yourself um, becomes so many different roots in so many different ways. And, uh, you know, um, and I'm still growing and, and I'm always going to grow you know, I, one of my best friends, she's 86 years old and, uh, you know, her name's Gladys and she's super important to me, but, you know, she tells me all the time, you know, do this, do this. And I'm, I'm totally taking her advice because she's 86 and, you know, I'm 44. So, <laughs> right. but yeah, I think just growing, growing in different ways, but make sure that that number one thing is taking care of yourself. Um, absolutely. 
Well, Jessica, I want to thank you so much. You've given us so many really great nuggets of not only your experience, but your community and how we can connect with you. And I think it's very inspirational that we can all sort of take away a little bit about the self-love because to be quite honest, I do agree. It's a, it's a daily thing. It's part of our regular journey. And it's something that I'm sure each and every one of us at these particular challenging times find it's a little difficult. So I want to thank you so much for participating in our show. I want to thank you so much for, for having me and, uh, you know, stay safe. And if there's anything I can also do for you and aspects of sharing and caring and, uh, you know, being kind and all those fun words and uh, reach out at any time. And thank you to everybody for watching. I will definitely do that. And to our viewing and listening audience, I want to thank you so much for joining us as we introduced you to another person behind the logo in this edition of Keeping It Real. And to everyone who has uh, interested in sharing their business story, please visit the website, shareyourstories.online. Thank you so much. Thank you.